This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians try to escape the horrors of the mists. The troop are going to mount a legal defense, but also attempt to smuggle weapons into their trial, just in case. Dell talked with Tyler about her moral turmoil at having killed people at Ravenloft. Tyler passed the bar, so to speak, and was declared the best lawyer in town by the local solicitor. New Rogue tried on some gloves and booties that should protect his friends from his ghost limbs, but instead melted a blacksmith hobbyist family heirlooms. And Shadam realized they were probably overthinking things and should just stuff their weapons into his bag of holding. The trial for their lives is about to begin. Do the jesters have a chance? I doubt it. <laughs> you four heroes, comedians, fools, are all walking along the thin and jagged path up towards the Dark One's castle. On either side is a solid line of clockwork watch, the cyber enforcers of Judge Dread that are guiding you towards the ultimate goal of facing your trial. You have these brief moments to talk. Two of you have failed to learn anything about the lawyer, but are hoping the other side successfully found fake weapons. Two of you have failed to find fake weapons, but are undoubtedly hoping that they found some legal advice. Let's see what happens now. <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler's a lawyer now. Uh, you can call him Mr. Tyler Esquire. Whoa. Oh, hey, so you guys did pretty good. No, uh, I was named a lawyer, um, but uh, I don't know anything I didn't already know. Like I, 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 the Mr. Bigglesworth back there just said, you're a lawyer now, basically. And that's yeah, all there was. Yeah, to it kind of sucked. Eight hours. And he, that's what we came up with was he just said, you're a lawyer. Oh, no. well, we mm-hmm. didn't do much better. Um, the jerk dwarf didn't actually manage to make anything for us. And um, Adam kind of like destroyed his building. And oh, um, I burned no. through his uh, ancestral gloves and booties. The the building was pretty well destroyed. But I did snag a slightly melted bar that uh, we could use. Oh, is it is it like magic or something? Everything around here is magic or does something interesting. What does the what does the bar do? Uh, uh, right now, it's just a bar. But I mean, uh, it so, might so be it, magic. So it transforms or something then? Uh, hey, whatever, like right now, whatever you're saying could happen. I haven't investigated it yet, so there is a possibility, yes. Do you think we could, uh, still have a chance to throw all of our current weapons in Adam's bag of holding too, and maybe try and distract some of these robot guards while we make our way up? What, these guys, these guys all right here watching us have this conversation? Mm. Do you... Hey, hi, by the way, hello. Is there any response from these automatons? Their glowing eyes are just turning along with their heads in perfect Mm. pivots to watch you walk past. All right. All right. Um, Do you have any spells that can, like, invisible you or invisible any of us or... No, I... I, I, I... uh, okay. Master Hecklin taught me a uh, find familiar, but that takes a that takes time to to cast, and 
we're we're due in court, so yeah. I don't have the time to do that. Oh, okay. All right, I got a plan. What if we reenact our scene, uh, the banana peel pals, and yeah. where we just keep slipping and falling on banana peels? And while we do that, you guys can slip the weapons into my bag of holding, and they'll just think it's the scene. That's a good but idea. We just we- said that out loud, yeah. literally, uh, like... Look, look, they're right here. They're oh. watching us have this conversation. Yeah, All but right. his, his has a chance of, like, making them laugh so much they're distracted. Okay, let's not do that then. Fuck. Wink. Okay, you said wink, though, Damn Shadam, it. so. God, better with my helmet. This is the moment, <laughs> Shadam, where the charm from Shadow Master wears off. You have slept for long enough. You have been human long enough. You regain full control of yourself. Oh, my back. What the heck? What the heck? Oh, oh, hey, What's guys. What's the matter with you? What's up? Are you okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, just, ooh, I just feel like I just woke up from a big old nap. What's uh, while, we while were we just were talking? talking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, wait, where are we going? What? Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> no, seriously. Wait, uh, is I- that the cat? Why, why are we surrounded by these guys? Should we fight them? No, no, don't no. fight them. We Where, have to go helmet? to court. Oh, Christ. We're going up after the dark one. Oh, the, ju- uh, the Judge Dredd. But you were kind of getting really rude and unreasonable and we're going to get us killed, so I had to charm you. Wait. I kept you safe. Oh, hold, hold on one second. I want to go in my bag and get my helmet. And I put it on. Let's okay. hear it. All right. No, I thought... Uh, let's I hear it. The helmet doesn't go on. I rolled that six before and I thought when I opened the bag something would happen. So yep. I just waited for like, <laughs> for you to be like, your face explodes when a bar rushes out of your bag. Uh, okay, I put on my helmet. There we go. Oh, that's so much better. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, I just need to have a think conversation with uh, Shadow can Master you, for a can second. Can you walk and think? Do you, like, oh, yeah. If I put my hands on your shoulders and like steer you, is, can you do your, oh, your inside oh. thoughts? Okay. Okay. All right. Just... <laughs> You're guiding me. Yep. Inside thoughts. You did what? I had to charm you. You weren't going to help me deal with the Travelers of the Feather. That's our guiding purpose. It's what we do. We have to destroy them. But, wait, didn't I do that? I thought you... Wait a minute. You ate one of them, and that was good. Okay. All I remember is eating something, finding a book, and then being really nice and failing. Oh yeah, that's that's that was your good friend Dell's idea. Was that we should just be people for a bit? So I figured, why not give it a shot? Well, I don't think it worked very well. I mean, I agree. It seems to have gone disastrously poorly. We should stay villains. Yes, I agree, Shadowmaster. I'm going to laugh in my head so they don't suspect anything. <laughs> Internal. Excellent. Make sure you're hiding your Shadam's apple while you do it. Otherwise, oh. New Rogue might notice. I grab my throat and I keep laughing. <laughs> oh, clever. <laughs> As you are laughing while holding your own neck and having a full-on echoing laugh chamber inside your mind, the rest of you keep talking about what you were talking before Adam stopped. Right, yeah. And uh, I think he's probably up to something malevolent, but because I can't put it all together just yet, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because... He was a pretty cool guy for this last little while. Hey, so, uh, got, uh, uh, new rogue. Yeah. Uh, Dell and I were talking. We were talking about how it's kind of messed up, you know, the past, past few days. Um, this is, I guess, all you've ever 
known necessarily uh, with getting sort of like a, a bit of backstory on Guy Bradford's life, but this is pretty wild, this kind of stuff we've been doing. Killing people, it's not normal. It's not typical to be just fighting for your life every day. Um, and we were talking about maybe some sort of like mutual group accountability, you know, watching out for each other, making sure we've got, you know, somewhat clean souls as we go through all of this. What does that sound? How's that sound to you, New Rogue? Uh, you, you, okay, yeah, you mean like cutting a new path forward, so to speak? Like just fresh start? I don't know so much about fresh start because I think we need to acknowledge everything we've done up to this point. Um, and also just kind of looking out for each other and make sure that we're not doing something that we're going to you know, regret later or anything like that. Okay, okay, okay. So we're trying to uh, absolve ourselves of what we've done in the past by acknowledging our 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 um, our misdeeds, our 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 sins. Shadam, this is the point where you start hearing the conversation again. You've heard the words absolution. You've heard the words accountability. Things that don't speak to your evil nature, hmm. and you can hear New Rogue talking about some kind of absolution absolution okay i'm just, like i'm just going to play along with it i yeah. we 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 have the same goal we need to take this guy down so right now there's no need for me to be super sneaky so okay. i'm just i'm just going to i'm just going to ride the wave and i'm going to be like all right team let's go take dread down a peg and i i want to go to the front of the line and uh hide my axe and because <laughs> I don't want to give it up and like march menacingly towards oh. the castle. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I think that plan works. We're going to be as honest as, as we can about our misdeeds and, and our sins. Yeah. Just and keep an eye on each other and new rogue. Yeah. The mist swirls up and enters your mind, giving you a pop culture reference that helps you perfectly encapsulate this idea of absolution and responsibility. So, it's kind of like that season moment of RuPaul's Drag Race where Valentina is doing a lip sync, but she's wearing a mask and she's like, I'm not taking off this mask. Uh, I got to keep the mask on. And really, she has to reckon with the fact that she did not memorize those lyrics. So she has to sashay away. <laughs> I, I guess it's like that. I, uh, this is actually, I don't know this one, Shadow Rogue, so I'm assuming it's a one-to-one -one similarity. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I think I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. Okay. the mists swirl up, New Rogue, and give you another pop culture reference <laughs> that might make more sense to Tyler. Uh, 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 this is like in Last Action Hero with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny, and, yeah. um, uh, this is gonna be a hard comparison. Um... <laughs> This is why this, did you pick last action hero then? <laughs> it's just the first thing that popped to my mind, honestly. Okay, buddy. Okay. Uh oh. this will have nothing to do with it, actually. It's pretty much that one scene where they go yeah. into the blockbuster and then Arnold Schwarzenegger sees there's a poster of T2 with slides to load. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. wow, wow, look, that's wrong. And it's not right. And you do have that T2 poster on your back from yeah. the mists. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> oh, this yeah. guy. It's not this oh. guy. No, no. It's true. It's no. all wrong. It was a guy that's like, yo. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. And we I got it. Yeah. We got to be, we got to be the other one, the one that's gotta, Austrian. Okay. Uh, by the way, I was just thinking, since we keep on doing this long walk, it's a long walk up to the spire. Mm. I'm yep, just wondering, uh, instead of making plans out loud and, you know, with an earshot of these robot clinkering, clankering thingies, um, I'm just wondering uh, if a plan were to occur using thaumaturgy and somehow there was a raven or something that caught really loudly and caught the attention of all these little robots, do you think that would be enough time for somebody in a different scenario to be able to pop all their weapons into a, a certain magical bag of holding? Uh, uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. I... All right, here goes Ezra! <laughs> command the birds! <laughs> um, uh, robots hate birds. And I've heard it's a known yeah. fact. Classic, classic robots. All right, and birds. Normally, I would have you roll a religion, but as you call out to Ezra for <gasps> guidance, the mists swirl up from beneath you. Oh, oh no! Fuck, and fuck. empower <laughs> your summoning. Abort. Eject. Roll a d six. <laughs> roll a d six. Okay. Six. Yay! Six. You summon a bird. You try to summon a loud caw from thaumaturgy, but instead you feel the power of Ezra flow through you as you are empowered by the mists, and a flock of ravens take off out of the mountain around you and start to swirl around, bashing against and distracting all of these robots, and you have a moment where the clockwork watcher completely distracted battling these flocks of ravens. Right. Toss them in, toss them in, toss them in. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. Going to shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in, get in, get in. Get in, get in. All the in. weapons are in. Yep, in, in, in. And the moment the bag is, is tied up and put back away, the ravens disappear. <gasps> and you are cleared, and your weapons have been placed. Meanwhile. Oh, wow. What was that, huh, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, whoa, wow. Those are some crazy <laughs> birds. So He's gone to the crazy birds. birds. <laughs> Meanwhile, Adam, Shadam. You take a step forwards, and the mists draw slowly away from in front of you. And when you look down, you see a beautiful great axe, lined in glowing metal, perfectly carved, razor sharp. It's got dark runes all over it that strike a fancy in your evil heart, and you can see the word nemesis carved along the haft. Holy shit. Wow. Now I'm thinking of a certain hat that I got before. <laughs> Something that was really pretty, and I was got really excited about, and then friggin' rats attacked me. So, um, I what, you, what like do I get anything off of this axe? <laughs> Any vibes? Like, yeah, I'd like you know just look at it and be like, this could be full of snakes or something. Or Can like, you roll me an arcana. Oh man, oh, my arcana is negative one. All right. <laughs> Uh, seven total. <laughs> seven total. Yeah. Looks like an axe. It's probably got magic in it. Okay. Um, I want to... Uh, okay. I'm going to take out... Well, that bar I got, you said it was like super heavy, right? Mm-hmm. All right, maybe not. All right. I kind of want to um, <laughs> just take the bag of holding and kind of like slide it like underneath the axe and try and put it in by not actually touching it. 
Great. Can you roll me a reflex save? Oh, man. Dexterity save. Oh, de- <laughs> roll me a dexterity save. Sorry, I played a different system with these guys like a week and a half ago. Kill me. Well, I roll me a, a sense motive. Let's yeah. really have me get the That's wrong right. system running. My dexterity save is five total. <gasps> five total. Uh, unfortunately, as you you lower the 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 bag and you try to to scoop this weapon into it, uh, the iron bar wrapped in your magneto cloak that are stuck together fall out on top of the weapon with a loud clank, and they are all now stuck together. Uh, I'm just like, God damn it! <laughs> so I, <laughs> all right, I just. Pick it up. I just hold it. I just grab grab the cape, grab the axe, huh. and I want to shove it in the old-fashioned way. Great. Uh, the moment you touch the axe, you feel it magically attuned to you uh-huh. uh, in a way that that wraps itself around uh, your, your almost almost your soul as it goes within you. And you can understand fully this weapon that you have in your hands because you have drawn a nemesis weapon. It is a magical weapon that allows you, if you choose, when you hit uh, with an attack roll using this magic weapon, you and your target both become cursed until the start of your next turn. And you can choose which curse is active. Both so become cursed? Yes. So it is it is a nemesis to both you and them. Oh. What you're able to do, and you have to choose each turn, you and the target can't regain hit points for that turn. Oh, man. You I mean, and the target subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw you make. Or your attacks, including this attack, and spells deal an extra 1d8 necrotic damage to the target, but the target's attacks and spells do the same thing to you. Huh. Woof. So okay. you truly have become more, more of your dark shadow nemesis form now that you have a nemesis weapon that you can wield in combat, gifted to you by the Watchers. Okay, so I all right. I get the I get this sense of like like ooh, and and I turn and be like, hey gang, look who has a nemesis blade. Where did I, that come uh, from? It came from the mists. Therefore, oh. I have no choice but to readopt my name of Shadow <laughs> Nemesis, and I raise aloft my axe and I cackle. <laughs> uh, 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 oh. Adam. Chatham. Um, Shadow Nemesis. Right, but the mists are the realm of Ezra, and Ezra is, uh, you know, a benevolent god of good. So mm-hmm. if he's gifting you this and he's allowing others to gift you this, doesn't that, does that not mean that you need to serve the path of light? Well, does that not mean that maybe my original assessment of Ezra being a bad guy might just be coming true. No, 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 because it doesn't work like that. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, same team, right? We're all yeah. being tried for the same crimes. He, he uh, started it. I literally just picked an axe up and he jumped on me. And His Ezra is a false Ezra. And this is when you reach the massive spiky oh. gates of oh, the castle. They swing open and you see a line of clockwork watch march out. But among them, you see a massive, burly, seven-foot-tall bugbear. It's a goblinoid meets a a hulking, hairy, werewolf-esque shape in official town watch uniform, just bristling with plates of extra armor crudely sewn over it. And and just an an outsized 
two large jaunty cap just jammed on this bugbear's head with a large baton in one hand and an axe in the other. And he just looks down at you and says, Give weapons. Uh, uh, I, I, I like pat myself down. Like I, I don't, I don't have any weapons. We left them back at home. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't want to do trial by combat, so we best we we came as best we could without weapons. Mm. We roll perception for this. I'm sure the bugbear is great at it, right? Yeah. Mm. You have weapon. And he snatches the nemesis weapon out of your hand, Shadow. Hey, and I he just says, got that. <laughs> All hero have weapon. Give in weapon. He points to New Rogue. He points to Dell. He points to Tyler. And he, he throws his axe down and it stabs deep into the ground. The head of the axe disappears. Sir, Sir Bugbear, um, I think there may be a mistake. For I have hands that in some jurisdictions of Ravenloft could be classified as weapons. And if you are sensing weapons, they are merely appendages of my own. Hmm. And he turns and looks at your horns, Tyler. And he turns and looks at your creepy eyes and billowing hair, Dell. And that is when holding your hands up, new rogue, Mist starts to pour from your arms, and you all look around and can feel the attention of the watchers as it begins to pour forth and bubble around you and pour a path into the castle. And the bailiff reaches down and picks up his axe, looking almost confused, and you can see Mist almost covering his eyes, creating a cataract. He just says, Good. Those weapons fine in body. Let's go. And you all feel that the mist is providing a way for you to get past wow. these challenging Ooh. activities to bring your weapons with you into the court. And instead of being led through fingerprinting and through where they would draw speedy portraits of you for your mugshots, you were instead led directly into the trial, knowing that you've got all of your weapons inside Shadow Nemesis's bag of holding. <laughs> You were all walked through the gothic, dark tunnels of the castle until another massive, 20-foot-tall pair of doors opened into a crackling room lit by burning chandeliers ahead, and you begin to walk into what you would see as a nightmare version of a traditional courtroom. There are rows of wooden bench seating covered in spider webs, abandoned, covered in dust, leading up to the, the colonnaded division between the seating area and the center of the court. There is a massive, oversized, Tim Burton-esque judge's desk, bringing the already gaunt, tall, nightmarish judge that you have seen before higher and higher, almost impossibly towering over you below. When you look to the left, you can see the jury. It is made up of the bodies of the former town watch, still in their uniforms, 12 dead figures slumped over in chairs, long having dried out and desiccated to the point where nothing is left. Taking position next to the judge's stand, it is the bailiff, who seems to shake their, their large, horrifying head, and their eyes clear, and they return to a truculent state of aggression, supporting the judge. 
And on the other side of the judge stands an executioner, a foot taller than the bailiff with a black mask covering the top half of their face and a metallic grill covering the broken teeth of their mouth. They're in stitched together robes made up of patches of different rotting fabric, and they just hold a large scythe in both hands that rests on the floor. As you walk forwards, around you, black shapes spin out of the shadows and begin to take seats in the courtroom, just swirling down slowly and then forming into black-robed figures, much like the messengers you had seen before that had spoken to you that you didn't really respect terribly much at the time, but you're realizing how many of them are present now. And you step forwards, you step forwards through the divider, you take your position behind the defendant's table, and the judge begins... From up on his seat, leaning forwards, hammers his gavel against the table with three resounding rings that you feel through your whole bodies with how deep they resonate through this room, impossibly loud. And the judge says, you have all reported to my courtroom, and so you face trial. Who will represent you? I guess I'll stand up, or if I'm already standing, I'll, I'll step forward. I take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> really emphasize. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Step forward, prosecutor. And several of the shadowy figures rise out of the audience and spin and swirl together until they form a shadowy version of the judge. Fully decked out. You can see the outline of all of it. Somehow, impossibly, it's in shades of gray and black. You shouldn't be able to even see these details with how dark this figure is. But you can make out the exact judge standing opposite you. And the judge says, yes. So the trial begins. Prosecutor. And the prosecutor steps forwards and begins to speak in the same voice as the judge. (laughs) You four have come to my realm, and you dared to destroy my champions, and you dared to steal my artifacts. You are thieves and cowards and murderers. Who will speak in your defense? You may call one witness. Uh, uh, as the attorney representing the defense, I just want to understand uh, the witnesses we can call forward. They are the folks you've uh, taken here. Is that right? You may call whomever you choose, says the judge. You will be allowed one person to testify on your behalf. Okay. Uh, I'm going to confer with my clients uh, for just a moment. I'll just like turn around and be like, guys, who likes us? Who Who's like... Ezra? Rumpel Foreskin likes us. Ezra is a great call, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ezra can come and just like zap him in one shot. Hey, that'd be pretty cool. And I think, you know, I think Ezra's maybe got a little mojo going with that mist thing at, at the yeah. front, at the front gate right like with the the bailiff or whatever i think that's maybe he's back uh tyler tyler are you telling me you're actually going to be able to bring ezra right here he's uh, going to be right here uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot 
Holy uh, shit. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all like that? Okay. Wait, wait. Do we, do we want a backup plan just in case that uh, doesn't Rump, work? Rumple backup. Like... Rumple backup. Rump, okay, yeah. Rumple, Rumple. Foreskin, yeah. good for everyone. I think Rumple likes all of us. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, everyone I'm fine else with the horse. dead. That's too bad. <clears throat> uh, the, uh, the, the defense would like to uh, summon uh, the witness uh, Ezra, God of the Mists. And you see the judge stare at you in shock. And that's when the mist swirls up around you from below. Shit. <laughs> Empowering this moment with the attention of the watchers. Can you roll me a D6? Yeah, you, you want it from me? Yeah. Deus Ex Machina. Okay. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> it's a two. I'm sorry, can, everyone. Wait, 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 uh, because I am uh, 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 one of Ezra's warriors, can, can I can I give him advantage? Can I give him an advantage? Can I give him bardic inspiration? <laughs> because no. we don't want to lose, can he have advantage? <laughs> this is what the system oh, is. The watchers so have chosen fucked. this. So, and the so judge bold. looks looks down at you, and gestures to the witness stand behind the executioner and says, "If Ezra." God of the Mists desires to defend their champions. Appear now in the next count of three or forfeit your appearance. Three. Tyler, can't you, two, you just sit there and talk through your you sit talk through yourself? No, I can't hear him. Uh, we got we got a backup witness. Can we can we request backup witness? You can request whatever you please. But you will not receive it. (laughs) Prosecution, bring your witness as we watch the defense. Despair. And the prosecutor steps forward from behind their nightmarish desk covered in torture implements. And they gesture to the stand with one hand, this shadowy figure, and black smoke pours out of their hand and in a flash of red light. You see Glow Silverseed, the leader of the Guild of Wizards, sitting <laughs> in the stand. And the judge says, You are the chosen prosecutorial witness. Do you believe that these four are heroes? I mean, I gotta say, I gotta tell the truth, right? I gotta tell the truth, right? That's what I gotta do since I've been summoned here by this whole thing. Uh, all right, I think, I think the, the the chosen one has got some real skills. I think, I think, I think Dell might be a hero. I think New Rogue might be a hero, but I think they've all been perverted by that evil son of a bitch, Tyler. I read what you did to Peter Nutter, you motherfucker. I read it. I know you're crooked. I know you're crooked. I know you're crooked. You're not a hero. You're not a hero. And there's an explosion of smoke and Glow Silver Seed disappears. Wow. That could have gone better, I think. (laughs) And the judge leans forwards again, saying... It is time for closing arguments. Object. You will be allowed 15 words. This court must be efficient. Use them well. Uh, just, just question, question, Your Honor. Uh, for the words, these don't count. The thing I'm... Oh! <laughs> you have two words left. Speak your defense, counsel. 
I'm going to cast that is it trip message. Oh, you're casting something. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah, allowed. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would like to magically communicate with one person because uh, mm-hmm. it's a single thing. I'm going to have to, I think, send it out to Dell because she and I were there for the legal part of this whole plan. Uh, so through message, I just want to say to Dell like two words. I'm just going to say, recuse yourself. That's yeah. all I got at this point. I was just going to say, do the legal thing you said. So I turn around and my two words are, Recuse yourself. Hmm, says the judge. And he ponders for a moment. And he looks down and says, It is true. This is not an entirely balanced trial. I do have conflicts of interest. So let's make a change. And he raises a gaunt, bony hand, and he snaps his fingers. You can see the, the grotesque, dirty nails on the ends of the hands. And the snap echoes through the courtroom. And you look over and see the judge is now standing as the prosecutor. And when you look back up, you see the shadowy prosecutor looking like the judge now sitting in the judge's stand. And the prosecutor <sighs> leans forward and says, I find you guilty. And you will be sentenced to death by the arena. Let us see what heroes you are. Death. But before we move beyond this sentence, we must acknowledge the excellent service that one of you could offer this court. And the smoky judge raises a hand and points to you, Shadow Nemesis, Hmm. and says you have taken up the mantle of the Black Knight. You have claimed the squires. You have claimed Shadowmaster. You could lead grand armies in our name if you but take a step, the last step, towards truly being evil. Do you know what the town says about you, Shadow Nemesis? And the Shadow Judge raises a hand and summons a portal, and through it you can see the image of the town square. And you see Alma Nutter standing with Mose Flonkerton, the interim mayor. And she's saying, He killed Peter. And you all noticed Gilderoy Zindi went for a walk with that Shadam. And look what we found in a basement! And they haul out the half-eaten body of Gilderoy Zindi. And And she says, He's a murderer! He murdered my son. He brainwashed my granddaughter. He killed Gilderoy Zindi. If he comes out of that palace, we have to kill the Black Knight. And the town is going ape shit. They are all into this. They're furious. You're seeing pitchforks. You're seeing torches. They're just getting ready for a straight go up to the castle and kill Frankenstein style moment. Hmm. <laughs> and the judge turns back to you and says, Do you want to die? Serving them. Or do you want to lead an army? And he snaps a finger and the portal changes and you just see hundreds of squires jumping up and down and cheering. Mm. Uh, For the rest of you, it looks vaguely like minions. If they were just incredibly bloodthirsty (laughs) squires jumping up and down. And the shadow judge snaps again and the portal disappears and he says, 
Live with me or die with them. What do you choose, Shadow Nemesis? Um, all right, I, uh, I stand up from behind the desk and I kind of walk and, and, and strum my beard through my, through my mask. And, uh, I say, uh, what you offer is very, very, very tempting. I have given so much to Happy Town. So, so much of my patience, of my love, of my blood. And now they turn against me like common jackals feasting on the corpse of my innocence. So, Judge, I shall take your army. I shall take Happy Town. And I draw my axe from my bag of holding and I toss my bag of holding back. But first I shall take your head and I want to slice his head off. (laughs) (laughs) And you jump up and it is an impossible distance, but you make that leap full of, of all the rage and all the power that's inside your barbarian form. And you slam that axe through the shadow judge. And it evaporates. Oh, wait. I, and- I, I want to I attack the prosecutor because he switched places. Yeah. But you I were approaching the judge. Should, well, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> but I knew they switched places. I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> Roll me. Uh, I will say... Ooh. Uh, sleight of hand. We'll see if you can fake out this judge, or I would allow stealth. If you want to do sleight of hand or stealth. Okay. <laughs> if you're trying to talk to one judge and turn and hit the other. Yeah, because, like, I, I I clocked that, like, he switched places. And, and in my head, okay. I was like, okay, all right, this is when I can attack him. Okay. So sleight of hand? Sleight of hand or stealth. I would accept either. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, well, okay, my sleight of hand is plus three. So... That's a total of 13. Oof. That is a nat one. The judge absolutely thought that he had you. And you take your swing. Can you roll me your damage on this attack? Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Double-handed, baby. Yep. Roll that d10. D10 plus two. Okay. All right. Ooh. Woof. Okay. Is a total of six. Six. You strike and your axe doesn't sink in to the judge's chest. You feel it just carve a small line and he snaps his fingers and switches places with the shadow prosecutor again. And that is when the whole room goes dark and you hear weapons being drawn and you all realize you can't see anything. Now, to be specific, when I say none of you can see in this darkness, what I mean is your vision, regular vision cannot see in darkness. Dark vision cannot see in this darkness. Oh, okay. no. There is only one person, and he would not know that the rest of you could not see. But Shadow Nemesis, 
you have the equivalent of dark vision in this space. You oh. can see. Oh, so and I don't think the lights go out. I'm just looking around being like, why is everybody freaking out? <laughs> no, you can tell that the light is gone because oh. you shift to a vision that's just black and white. Ooh. You can still see around you, but everything is black and white. There's no color. There's clearly no light. And you see the bailiff charging forwards, unable to see, swinging randomly. Can everyone roll me initiative? <gasps> oh, I wish that were a nine, but it's a six for a total of seven initiative. 19. Ooh, there we go. I also rolled 19. Nice. Excellent. I'm an 11. Wrote 11 for New Rogue. Uh, what is your dex modifier, Adam? And what is your dex modifier, Dell? Plus two. Uh, plus one for dexterity. Okay. Then I have Shadow Nemesis. Of course, why would the name ever be short? <laughs> Shadnem. Oh, boy. So the bailiff is charging forwards. You all hear the thundering bellow of just weapons. And you can feel the footsteps thumping across the floor and hear the swishing of the weapon. But, Dell, uh -huh. you are the fastest to act the moment the lights go out. You cannot see anything, but you can hear the bailiff charging forwards. What do you do? All right. Well, I read the, this, this spell, and it says, creature of my choice. It doesn't say creature I can see. Mm. That is an so important differentiation. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers, which I could do without my weapon because I'm just kind of hunched down and make a noise and ghost sounds just kind of shoot out from around me towards this creature. Okay, what happens? And the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, that's a good choice of an incredibly stupid bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> What's the DC? 13. Fail. Okay, so then on a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage. Wow, roll that up. Okay, I'll roll that. Two, three, seven damage altogether. And seven then damage. The creature, um, it must immediately use its reaction if available to move as far as its speed allows away from you because it's scared now. <laughs> It has to run away. Wow. <laughs> okay, I have to roll the weirdest roll in the world. Uh, it's going to be a D4 to figure out which direction. Where I am? <laughs> which direction the bailiff thinks you are in. Yes. Oh, wait, wait. Let me, I got to do a little more math on this. Sorry, just a second. Because we've got, there is the judge's stand. There is the executioner. There is the jury. <laughs> there is the audience of pages. There is... Shadow Nemesis. There is the prosecutor. There are the defendants table, which is seven. So I'm going to roll a D8. If I roll an eight, I re-roll, and we find out which direction this guy goes in. And the bailiff turns and charges, and you hear a massive smashing sound as the bailiff hammers through the prosecutor's table and smashes the shadow prosecutor. Um, oh, sweet. Right, they switch positions again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they switch positions again. So the, the bailiff's oh, turn will be, I'm going to say, voided this round by that strike. Because it had to move all the way away. Yeah, moved all the way it. away and did a panic attack, um, <laughs> which is now a technical term, not just what happens to some of us on our darkest days. 
<laughs> Up next, yeah, Shadow Nemesis. Ca- can I use my oh. bonus action? Heck yes, you can. And I'm like, I kind of crouched a bit with all the ghosts coming out. And then I'm like, Shadow, d- do something. Smash more. And I give you Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> oh, Bardic Inspiration, they just have to be able to hear you? Yeah. Nice. That's Sweet. Me. A creature and- who can see me, actually, it says. Whoa, oh, that will that be is valid. Incredibly convenient. <laughs> Perfect. Because I wanted to give it to Adam anyway. All nice. Right. So that wow. works. Uh, it's a D6, I think, Del? Yeah. So you get a D6 to add to a D20 roll. Oh, All right, sweet. Shadow Nemesis, you are the next on my chart, so this is the perfect moment. You feel empowered by a combination of Dell's terror uh, and Dell's <laughs> urgency. What do you do? Okay, so so the bailiff ran away. He's outside of my field the of bailiff, attack. So you were standing near the prosecutor's table. So to mm-hmm. paint the picture for you, because you're the only one who could see it, there's the prosecutor's table to your left, there's the defendant's table to your right. You essentially attacked the prosecutor and then took a step back, so you're between the two tables, uh, or attacked the judge who switched places. The bailiff has run to your left, smashed through that table, and just smushed the shadow prosecutor. Okay. In front of you, if you're looking straight forwards, you see the judge at the top of the judge's stand, and to the right of that is the executioner. To your exact right is the the defense table where you can see uh, your the rest of your band. Uh, Dell is crouching down, and I imagine New Rogue and Tyler are just standing, having been surprised by what's happened. You've slid the the bag of holding over towards them. Can you roll me, uh, give me a ranged attack. Just roll whatever your attack would be with your axe. We'll use that as your bonus for your ability to kind of toss a bag towards someone because I don't okay. think, I'm like, you should have a good modifier for that. Okay, so, oh, so unarmed? Uh, just just whatever your attack is with your axe. Just like your oh, best okay. attack oh, bonus, okay. we'll roll that as your like slide because I think that you'd be very proficient at this. Okay, so D20 plus four. Um... Can I use that bardic inspiration? <laughs> you, yep, yep. Add a D, it's a roll of D6 and add it on top. Oh, okay. All right. Good, good, good. And I think bardic inspiration, yeah, you just have to use it before I tell you whether you succeed or fail. So that's mm-hmm. a perfect use. Okay. So that would be a total of 11. 11's enough. This is going to be DC 10 because I figured it was a coin flip. So, Tyler, you feel that bag of holding hit you in the foot and you know what's going on. Okay. Shadow Nemesis. That all took place in your previous turn, Adam. I just wanted to establish where that bag was in the universe. You now are able to do whatever you please. So, Shadow Nemesis, what do you do in this courtroom? Okay, so I don't have that bardic inspiration anymore. That uh, No, you th- use th- that I there. use that to make sure my the weapons got there. Okay. Correct. Um, I, honestly, pretty smart move. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I, I, I hear Dell say that. Um, and I say my barbaric catchphrase, getting mad now. <laughs> and I, I go full berserk and my, my uh, red eyes just blaze like hot fire and, and like smoke comes out of like the opening of my mask and just out of like the spaces in my armor. And while this uh, bailiff has his back turned to me, I just want to just attack him right in the back and hopefully just take him out. Yeah, go for it. Let's roll that attack. You will have advantage. Oh, sweet. Uh, the bailiff can't see and you can. Right, okay. Advantage, thank God. Okay. Uh, ooh, okay, so that is a total of 23. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that will work. Better than the one I rolled. <laughs> okay, so two-handed 
D10 plus two. Is that what you are? Dun, 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 dun. You're a 12. All right. Okay, that is a three. A three. Okay, so you do... The, the only challenge is you're trying to attack this creature that you you have all the advantage of being able to see, but it is flailing. The bailiff has a weapon in each hand, just doing that clumsy 360 wild fighting. So you manage to dodge all the strikes and get in and hack into the back of its leg, but you have to dive back and clear before you can do too heavy a piece of damage. You, mm-hmm. you have all the advantage here, and you are using it quite cleverly. It's just going to take some time to wear this monster down. Up next, I have New Rogue. All right. So uh, it's still dark. I heard the cla- the crash. Um, so I think I know the approximate place where um, uh, this monster bailiff is. I'm going to light my lighter real quick just to try and see my surroundings. Now, when I do that, am I able to... How far away is he? Am I able to basically see... Um, how much area am I able to see when I light my uh, my Zippo? You feel the Zippo click, and you feel the heat of the flame around your thumb. You can see nothing. Fuck. It doesn't affect this supernatural darkness. Okay, then for some of my spells, if I were to use command, would I be able to use my echolocation, basically, for <laughs> where the car- where the creature is? Because, again... Does your card specify if it's a creature you can see or just a creature that can hear you? A, a creature you can see within range. Can't see anything, buddy. God damn it. Mm. Okay, well, then I am going to just use my guiding bolt uh, because I, it's a flash of light that streaks towards a creature of your choice within range. <laughs> Fabulous. So That sounds like a creature. Do, do you want the bailiff? Do you want the executioner? Do you want oh, the judge? I'm I'm doing the bailiff, man. The, the, the Great. big, meaty bailiff. Let's go for it. You're going to be rolling with disadvantage because you cannot see. Okay, and I'm rolling just my d20, I guess. Okay. I think that I spell think... allows you to use your spell attack bonus. So plus two. Plus, plus two. two. Okay, so yeah. I'm able to add two onto that. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> five. Five. You fire off a guiding bolt. Guiding bolt! <laughs> and I'm going to roll <laughs> this fabulous d8 that I have. And you <laughs> turn and uh, and guiding bolt the defense table. So luckily, you don't oh. hit anyone because that was a risk. But uh, you do uh, just blast the table to smithereens. So Dell, you are ducking down uh, <laughs> because you were ducking down and hiding behind the table. You take uh, two points of damage from oh. the blasted splinters coming oh, no. off the table. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, after New Rogue, who's just firing blasts off into the dark, uh, the Bailiff, who's already panicking and doing nothing, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I can't see, um, but I do have the ability Mistwalker. You will never be lost in the mists as long as you travel where your patron wants you to go. This won't let you travel through the walls of a domain if they're closed by a Dark Lord. Can I feel the guidance of the mists this um, finely, this minutely, if I were to rely on Ezra's guidance to move me through this combat space? I would accept for you could roll an arcana if you wanted to try to channel the magic of Ezra, or I would allow you to roll a religion if you're trying to pray a la New Rogue style. I'm not trying to pray. 
It's our candidate. Yeah, it's never been faith. Uh, it's a total of 10. A total of 10. That is enough to get a hint. Okay. Um, you can feel the direction that Shadow Nemesis is in. Okay. You can feel uh, almost, a, almost a straight I line I feel a that. pull, but I don't know that I'm being pulled towards Shadow Nemesis or anything like that. I'm uh, just, I just feel the pull. Yeah, you just feel the yeah. pull in that direction with a with a 10. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Uh, I reach down to the bag of holding as it hit my foot, mm-hmm. put my hand inside. Whatever my hand touches, I grasp and I pull out whatever that is. And that's my weapon for this fight. Can you roll me a D, uh, D6? Yeah. D6, yeah. A five. Uh, you draw the reality blade out of the bag. Okay. Feels feels lighter, I assume. You've got it. You've got the handle in your hand. Great sword. The, you can't feel uh, the length of the the blade unless you want to reach out to grab it. But you can tell you've got the handle of a weapon, and you know what's yep. what's coming. All right. I know it's not the great sword because it's not heavy, but whatever. It's it's a handle, meaning something pointy or blunty is at the end, and I'm going <laughs> to swing it at something. I'm going to follow this pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so I just have uh, uh, the reality blade in front. I think in front of me, two hands in front of me, kind of the way in the Princess Bride Inigo Montoya lets his, the ghost of his father <laughs> guide him through the woods. Uh, that makes to, sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm I'm walking towards <laughs> Shadow Nemesis just with the reality blade Can you pointed roll at me- you. And Arcana. Yeah. Shadow Blade or Shadow Nemesis, what is your AC? Um, oh, 16. 16? Okay. I rolled a seven. Seven. It's Arcana. under the AC, so you're fine. You're wandering forwards with the okay. scalpel in the darkness, carving a line in the air that no one can see. Uh, and you bump into Shadow Nemesis. And the moment you touch his body, the Black Knight's helm begins to shine like a bright, light beacon it's almost blinding as you look around you now have the equivalent of dark vision within this supernatural darkness you can see everything around you and you realize it's contact with shadow nemesis and it's the black knight's helm that is allowing him to see outwards and now you okay i i bump into him and like vision flickers in and then when i bump off it goes out yep i put my hand on him and I, i can see again um so what are you doing <laughs> i can't see unless i'm touching you it's you you can't see it's the stuff oh, oh my god it's all the stuff ezra made us get it's your helmet this this i'm holding the reality plate this is the reality plate <laughs> i only know that now um so you can is, only you can only see if you touch me yeah so this is something too uh and uh uh the uh, me my horns i don't know the laurel something that was something important too so uh we can see thanks to your thing. And you hear the gavel smash down and it resonates in a wave of force that passes through all of your bodies. And you hear the judge just yell, I sentence myself to power. And you glance over. Two of you are just in the absolute pure blackness. You can't uh-huh. see anything. This is just a nightmare escape. But Shadow Nemesis and Tyler, you look over and see the judge reach out and he absorbs all of the pages from the audience, just massive vortexes of power in his hands, sucking them. They just all start blasting into his torso and he's growing larger and larger. And then he throws it out in a wave and he just says, journey into fear. 
And Shadow Nemesis, New Rogue, and Dell, you are blasted out of your bodies into your worst nightmares, trapped in a realm where you are feeding the judge. There is nothing but terror, and you cannot escape. And Tyler, you watch the three of them collapse and fall into the darkness again. That's the end of this episode, listener, but next week you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30pm Eastern Time. That's Toronto Time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Jesters of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU. The Daily Planet's style desk. Car talk for jetpacks. It's these American supers. 100% invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! He could kill himself. Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no, but yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Superhuman Public Radio. Superhuman Stories. The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR.
Name the supervillain, and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.